You are listening to the Clothes and Curves Podcast. Body positivity from a Christian woman's perspective. Hi guys, it's Jillian and I am so sorry that it has been uh, a week or two since I have come out with a new podcast episode. A lot of you know that my little daughter had major surgery and so we have just been crazy and I'm really excited about this episode. I promised last time that I'm at work so you guys may hear some background noise. Um, I work at a retreat center and, uh, the staff, they are young college kids and they are awesome, but they are loud. (laughs) Um, anyways, I said that I was going to be doing an episode about listening to the father of lies versus listening to the father of truth. And that episode is still coming, but I'm going to be having a guest on that episode and her and I have just not been able to sync our calendars to record that. So that is coming. Also, uh, speaking of guests, I have a lineup of some amazing women who are going to be joining the podcast and talking about things like eating disorders, uh, weight loss journeys, um, a lot of this stuff we talk about, body positivity, all those things. So I'm really, really excited about those. So stay tuned and look forward to those. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about more than a body. And if you've been following me on Instagram for a while, you know that I talk about this, you know, here and there about how we are not created to be objects to be admired. We are so much more than our appearance and so much more than a body, but yet we are told like daily, like almost 24-7 through social media, TV, movies, that we should be focused on looking our best, getting as small as we can be or as toned as we can be. And it's like all about our bodies. It um, translates into the food that you eat and then you start having like a battle with the food you eat and will this make me fat and, you know, is this going to throw me off my diet? And it's so us consumed. We are so consumed with what we look like. And so today I want to talk about where that we're more than a body. And I'm going to be using a passage from Matthew 25, 14 and thir- through 30, all about the parable of the talents. And I'm going to like basically give cliff notes of this. I'm going to read a little bit, um, but you can definitely find your Bible and read along with me. I always encourage you to always question everything I say and, you know, hold it up against scripture because I don't believe that we should just take people's words, you know, as truth. I want you guys to be digging in the word yourself and digging through the Bible. And even though I do believe what I'm saying is true because I'm getting it from the Bible, I want you guys to start practicing, you know, holding people accountable for what the for what they're teaching, basically. So definitely pull out your Bible and read this for yourself. Again, it's Matthew 25, uh, verses 14 through 30. Okay, so this is Jesus talking, and he says, um, For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants. Okay, so this is like a rich man, and he calls his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one, he gave five talents, and let's say money, okay? To another, two, and to another, one. To each according to his ability. And that is very, very important. Um, And then the master went away. He who received the five talents went at once and traded with them. And he had made five talents more. So he doubled his money. So also he had the, so the guy then who had the two talents made two talents more. So then he doubled his money. 
But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground, and he hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here, I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also who had the two talents came forward saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here, I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he who had received the one talent came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid and I went and I hid your talent in the ground. Here, have what is yours. But his master answered him, you you wicked, ew, I I hate this. Okay, it says, (laughs) this translation says, you wicked and slothful servant. Okay, side note, I hate sloths. (laughs) I don't even want to say the word, ew. Okay. We'll say, you wicked and lazy servant. (laughs) You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scatter no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the 10 talents. For to everyone who who has will be given more and he will have an abundance. But from, but from the one who has not, Even what he has will be taken away and cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Okay. I know it's hard to sometimes just sit there and listen to, you know, reading, but let's go through this. So basically, this is like saying that God gave you talents. Now, I want to go back and tell us, go through this and kind of pick this apart because this is very important. Okay. It says that he gave five talents to one, two talents to another, and one talent to someone else. And we can we can use that word talent, even though it's talking about money here, as your gifts, okay? Um, what God has given you to um, glorify him, your personality, your unique interests, your likes and dislikes, the things that you're good at, these amazing talents that God has given you, he's given each of us you know, some have more talents than others. And this is a great point because sometimes we are so blinded by comparison and then we throw out, well, we're all created equal. Yes, we are all created equal in the fact that we are all made in God's image and that God loves us. I believe he loves us uniquely. However, yes, as humans with human rights, we are all created equal. However, this does not mean that God has given us talents all the same. That in that way, we are not created equal. God has given, it says that he has given them um, the talents that fit their abilities, each according to his ability. So the guy who only got two talents, he wasn't able to handle the five talents. And the guy who got one talent couldn't handle the two talents. It doesn't make the one that has five talents any better than the guy who got two or one. Because Jesus says here, it's the same reward. You doubled your talents. It took just as much work for the guy with the five talents to double his as the same as the guy who had two talents and doubled his. So the point is not who has more. The point is that we all have been gifted certain things that we can use for our, that according to our own ability to glorify God. And this is kind of what I want to break down. We are not put on this earth 
to be, again, an object to be admired. It is great to be beautiful. It is great to be physically seen and people think that you're attractive. Those are all nice things. I mean, really, truly, if we're really honest, who doesn't want that? But I really do feel like that's a very human side of us um, that is speaking and that, you know, believes that. If we really just stripped that all away and we only focused on what true purpose is and our true, true purpose in Jesus, is it to be pretty? No. I shared a quote today um, from my Beauty Battlefield book that I'm currently writing. Thank you for those who are praying for me. Um, about how Jesus, in Isaiah 53, it says that Jesus did not have any like attractive looks. Any, any kind of looks that we would be physically attracted to him. And yet he has captured the most hearts ever. And he's still capturing hearts. And he didn't need good looks to do it. I said like he could have come as a biblical Brad Pitt. He could, totally could have chosen to come into a human form that was super good looking, that everybody would want to be around him. He'd be super popular, but he didn't. He didn't need good looks to captivate millions. He didn't need an attractive appearance to make people want to be uh, with him and listen to him and give them their hearts. I mean, I haven't even ever physically seen Jesus and I gave him my life and I love him more than anyone. So, I mean, think about that. If we really just strip away what the world tells us that we need to look like and be like, and we just focus on Jesus and truth and what our real purpose is, and that's the gospel, and that's getting as many people to heaven as we can, and it's serving God with our talents, is a part of that being pretty and being the skinniest you can be? No, it's not. And so the fact that a lot of us, and I'm speaking from example because I spent years obsessed over my body and obsessed over losing weight and trying to be the prettiest I could be and really having my feelings hurt if someone did not find me attractive. You know, I spent years doing that and yet that was such a waste of my time. That's not what I'm here for. That's not what I've been put on this earth for. And the more I dig into this and the more I like you know, really start believing truth, like not just like believing it, but kind of living it out. I feel more beautiful, you know, physically, but I'm not thinking about it. You know, it's almost like God is saying like, I'm, I'm seeing him, I'm seeing myself through his eyes. Like I am beautiful and I don't need anybody on this planet to validate that in me. It's not important. Like if someone walked right now in my office and said, you're super ugly, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> Thank you for your opinion. Like, I don't care. It's not It's not going to wound me because it's not important to me anymore. I'm very thankful my husband finds me attractive. And I'm, and, you know, I'm still a woman. I still love makeup. And, I, you know, I love to feel pretty. That will never change. I feel like that is, you know, part of biblical beauty. I feel like that is, you know, glorifying God's image and, you know, like feeling our best. That's all a part of it. But that is not our purpose. And if we are consumed with these things, it has become an idol in our life and a God with a small G in our life. And really, it's that we're worshiping ourselves and we are elevating ourselves and we are trying to put ourselves in a place of, you know, like most important because that's what we're focusing on. And I, you know, and I, I know it's cliche and I know a lot of Christian people talk about it, but it is true. How much time do you spend in front of the mirror and primping yourself and taking care of your body as opposed that you do taking care of your soul and being in God's word? This is something that has become extremely convicting to me. How much time I spend 
picking the perfect outfit, going shopping, doing my makeup, making sure my hair is good, you know, getting my nails done, you know, working out, all these things, as opposed to truly becoming beautiful by learning more about Jesus and spending more time with him and gleaning things from his word and bearing fruit and becoming a stronger Christian and really tapping into the Holy Spirit. So these are just things I want you to think about. You're more than a body. You're more than pretty. You're more than just someone to be admired, okay? You are here for such an incredible purpose that is kingdom focused. God has so much for you. And he's given you these incredible talents and gifts that are very unique from everybody else. And he wants you to use them, not hide them. He wants you to double them. He wants you to utilize them. He wants you to explore them and enjoy your life. John 10, 10 is one of my favorite verses. And it says that the thief comes in to steal, which is Satan. And he will rob you. He will use your insecurities to rob you of life, rob you of reaching people for Jesus, robbing you of memories, robbing you of love. He will rob you. And I am speaking from experience. And then John 10, 10 goes on to say, but Jesus came and died and not just so that we could live, but that we could live an abundant life. Okay. That is gospel truth right there. Jesus wants you to enjoy your life. It's like how many of you are mothers? Would you like want your child to just have a terrible life? Like you see these amazing gifts and talents that they have and then they just don't use them. No, that would break my heart. I want my little girls to go out there and use their incredible gifts that's how God sees us. Like he created us. He's like, uh, Jillian, I gave you like these many talents. Why are you not using them? Go, go use them, go double them, go impact people with them. You know, go baby girl, go. (laughs) That's how I see it. And so I just want you to remember, take the pressure off of trying to be pretty and trying to look like the most incredible girl in the room. It's not important. If Jesus didn't need good looks to do it, you don't either. And again, I'm not saying that looking pretty and, you know, uh, valuing good looks is a bad thing. But when it, it when it becomes an obsession and it becomes something that you are thinking about a lot and we're living through our insecurities and we're not really living life because we're insecure and we're waiting until we get to some kind of goal size then to live like it doesn't work. And that's not what God wants for you. So I just really pray, guys, that you take that to heart. What are your talents? Let me know. What are things that you are gifted in? Make a list. Make a list of things that you're like, these are my talents. And let's stop comparing those talents with other people. We've all been gifted at a certain amount of talents to our to our ability and God knows what he's doing and it's not about having more or little you can do so much with two talents just like the guy with five talents did Jesus just wants to see you thrive he wants to see you use these good things he's given you to glorify him and in turn you know have an enjoy enjoyable life yourself So I'd love to know, what are your talents? Make that list, pray over them. How can you utilize them? How can you use them today, this week, this year? And let's stop being so focused on being pretty. Okay? All right. Well, I will see you guys for another episode, hopefully next week. Take care.